You know, I, I think it's self-evaluation. You've got to constantly reevaluate what you're doing, how you're doing it, and figure out what's working and what's not. I mean, especially in a job like ours, the market constantly changes and the approach you took six months ago may not work today. That, that email or phone call intro that you used two months ago may not work today. So it's constantly reevaluating what is successful, realizing that those things are going to constantly change and be willing to grow with what your business demands of you. Welcome to the No Excuse Pro Podcast, your weekly dose of motivation and actionable advice. If you're a realtor, financial planner, business owner, or anyone who's tired of making excuses and ready to take your success to the next level, you've come to the right place. Join your host, Kevin Briarton, each week as he chats with industry leaders who are going beyond the excuses to achieve their goals. So no excuses accepted. Let's get started. Start off with, um, you know, just I just say, just want to say thanks for joining me. I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted to have a talk with you and go over a few things is, man, you we've known each other for a long time, and they've been, you know, started working with you back in the Chase days in 2008, maybe 2000, 2008, and uh, just you almost longer started, than I've had kids, right? So, yeah, that's true, huh? I had, I remember I got married, I got married the summer I started. And so in, in October, 2008, um, one of the reasons why I was actually able to take some time off was because you covered for me and we started getting a little bit busy at that time. You're like, I got it, go enjoy right. your honeymoon. Like, and so I always remember that. And you're, you've been such an awesome friend and, um, you know, partner in this business for a long time and great, great resource. And man, one thing I, I know about you is you always just, you know, find a way to, um, have success. You were successful as a manager sales, just awesome, you know, um, all around person. And so I just want to ask you, I mean, the reason why I'm doing these interviews is to uncover what it takes as a professional, whether it's business owner, real estate agent, or in a professional like ours and mortgage to overcome some of the challenges we have and have a no excuse mindset to overcome that. I think a lot of people have so many goals and aspirations that it's a little sad to see where people don't live up to what they could live up to. And I think you've seen that as sales manager or even just other, your other coworkers. Um, so I just want to ask you, like, what's the one thing that makes a difference in your success? You know, I, I think it's self-evaluation. You've got to constantly reevaluate what you're doing, how you're doing it, and figure out what's working and what's not. I mean, especially in a job like ours, the market constantly changes, and the approach you took six months ago may not work today. That, that email or phone call intro that you used two months ago may not work today. So it's constantly reevaluating what is successful, realizing that those things are going to constantly change and be willing to grow with what your business demands of you. Yeah. I think that's important to go back and look at. I just spent a week um, looking at my business and with a business coach. And I think it's important to stop and 
uh, think through that. So self-evaluation is, is huge. So thanks for sharing that with me. I think that's a really good takeaway um, and always continuing to improve. You know, one of the things that we talk about is how do we always fail forward? It's okay to fail, um, right. but it's, you need to fail right. forward and, you know, learn from that. You and, need to fail fast. You need uh, to yeah. fail fast. Realize what's not working and shift your approach in small tweaks in the business you go after, the way you interact with clients, all of those small tweaks helps you get where you need to be and where you're going. That's awesome. Yeah, that, thank you for that. What's the what's the one thing that people ask your help for? Like, what are they? What's the the main thing that people call you and ask for help for for you specifically? Uh, for for me specifically, I would say a lot of it is product knowledge. And also, uh, really, uh, what am I doing differently? Um, I, in my career, I've always been in the top end of whatever it was that I did. Um, and, you know, it really goes back to what I first said is that constantly reevaluate what you're doing. If I'm hitting mass marketing and I'm not seeing any response, from something that used to generate three calls last week and now this week and next week, it's not generating. It's yeah. time to tweak and change. It's constantly moving forward. It's constantly being a, an expert in your specialty. You know, it, it's annoying and uh, a little tedious to jump in and learn that new program, learn that new product, learn the new thing that is on the market. But it, but if you're not staying up with what you're doing, what your competition's doing, and understanding the ins and outs of those things, you are missing opportunity. Uh, even yeah. if all you do is read an underwriting guideline and fall asleep on the couch with it, 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 it it'll, it'll get you extra business in the end. We used to say when uh, they have the old tills, when I, when I was trained as a loan officer, one of the things they said, they pull out, you know, you go through and you go, okay, this is the truth in lending. If you want a good read to fall asleep to, you know, pull this out, you know, it'll fall, you'll help you fall asleep. You know, right. something, you know, funny they would say. Um, but so tell me about a time you had over an obstacle. Um, this could be for a customer or uh, in your own life, and how did that make you feel? Well, I, I'll actually say that uh, I know a lot of people are struggling in 2023 um, as far as with the market changes, and I've actually been doing quite well uh, for myself in 2023. Um, but in 2022, when a lot of people were being very, very successful in the beginning of the year was actually one of the worst years of my career. Um, and a lot of that came from changes that my bank made to our underwriting guidelines, which really knocked out all of my specialty. My uh, relationships were all catered around self-employed jumbo clientele and due to COVID restrictions, half of the year, that business wasn't available to me. Um, and so was 90% of my book of business. And on top of that, 
uh, due to management, employment issues, my branch shut down for that same time frame. Wow. And so I had a, a triple issue of cutting out my lead sources, my book of business, and one of my pillars that fed business to me. And I still managed to close in the top 30% of the business I had. And it took completely reevaluating and changing every strategy I had and running with it. And it was very difficult to stay positive during that because I am well loved by my referral partners and my book of business. So I got to wave goodbye to each and every one of those clients that could have, should have been using me during that time frame and watch them go elsewhere because I had no recourse with it. And so I had to completely change my approach, look for new lead sources and go through all of it. And, and it was a struggle. Um, and it was probably the worst year I've had in the last 10 years of my career. And it makes it even more challenging when you see other people being extraordinarily successful in that same environment. And, and I, I did get through, through it. I did still relatively well. And, you know, again, it all goes back to what I first said is, you know, fail fast, reevaluate what you're doing and reevaluate what you're, what's working and what's not and continue to build on that so that you're moving forward versus crying over spelt milk. And you've, uh, I know 2022 was a tough time and, and I think the key there is sticking with it. Like one of the things that I put on my phone years ago, about 10 years ago, um, going through some stuff and, and I put burn the boats, um, when the Spanish landed in Mexico, they're called burn the boats. And I, I was like, well, I can't turn around. And I think what was important, my big takeaway there is, okay, these things are happening. I only have control over so much. How do I make the most of what I have? And, you know, you do a great job with that instead of just worrying about what you don't have. Okay. This has been a common theme with a lot of these interviews is focusing on what you do have uh, and living in the gain rather than the gap of having, you know, what issues you have. So let me ask you, tell me about a an amazing time where you helped a customer. I know we don't need to get into very specifics about a specific customer, but tell me a time that you remember that it was an amazing time that you helped a customer and you really helped them through whatever challenge they were having. That's a little tough because I I really specialize in those complex scenarios. I mean, so much of my business is built on builders and realtors and individuals bringing me things that they can't do elsewhere. And so it's often, and I can tell you right now today, I am currently closing a loan who was actually a broker who uh, had to use me based on the builder's contract with them that the builder said, Hey, look, you're going to have to use our guy He went up and down, north and south on, I don't want to use a big bank. I don't want to do this. Flat tooth and nail. Hated my guts, but he had to use me. 
Um, I just got done with the 15 minute conversation of him going up and down saying, I never realized a bank could do what you did. I wouldn't have been able to do what you did because it falls out of every parameter of what we're allowed to do. And we were able to get the exceptions and, and the important things with all of it was setting expectation with the client of this part's going to be a struggle. And this is why, and you know that based on what you do, these are the steps we're going to take. I'm not promising you anything other than we're pretty certain that we can do this or we wouldn't be talking and we're going to walk through these steps to get there. Um, and then, you know, we went above and beyond. We got him a better deal than he thought. We were able to close for a higher loan amount than he ever anticipated. And we did it all in two and a half weeks and even got an exception without a holdback on something that still had an unfinished pool in the backyard. And, uh, you know, he didn't have to bring extra money for the holdback and he's walking away now a fan who will collaborate with me in the future when, you know, he, he would not have, uh, spit water at me to put my hair out of fire. When we well, it all circles so. back around to the one thing that, you know, when people call you to get help, you need to be knowledgeable, right? So if you didn't have the knowledge and the partnership with underwriting and partnership with your, you know, higher ups to get these things done and then, ha you know, that's important. The knowledge piece, it all, it circles back around to that and being able to be the guide through, you know, whether you were at a big bank or small bank or whatever, that's huge, you know, and that's what I'm hearing is like, you have to have the knowledge and then the staying power with that. It's, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. So you, be, I know be you an expert in whatever it is you do. Yeah. yeah be, be an expert in whatever it is you do. Don't be afraid to not know the answer and never be afraid to say, I need to find out and know what you don't know and make sure that you know how to get the answers. That's awesome, man. Hey, uh, I know we may we may talk about some of the same stuff here, but I want to go a little deeper here. Do you do you believe there's a pattern or formula to become becoming successful? Yes and no. I mean, you know, as I first stated, you, you gotta be able to change. But I really think the the pattern is is constantly testing what works and what doesn't for your market being consistent with what works and knowing when to change gears. So a lot of people in my industry in mortgage, they see lots of ups and downs. You, you have a huge, huge month and you're so busy getting that work done that you don't do the steps that you need to do of reaching out to new clients, following up with the individuals who made that business possible and then the next month, you've got nothing left to do. And then you're right back into the grind of trying to find that business. And you see up and down patterns. And yeah. it's forcing yourself to find the times to do the things that you know will make you successful. And working through knowing what it's going to work. I mean, it may be that, hey, look, right now with where rates are, I'm going to have to make a hundred cold calls to get 
one customer on the line. And out of that one customer, it's going to take 10 of them to get a deal. Well, if that's the case, well, then you have to be prepared each and every day to make sure that you're doing those activities that are going to bring the business in. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I think that's, I heard consistency, knowing when to change gears and, um, you know, just being, staying the course, but also knowing when to change when you need to, but thinking ahead and, you know, you're, you're right. So business owners, salespeople sometimes get so busy on just doing what is coming like the today thing that, you know, what happened, what happened to, you know, one of our things here at Neo is in the company I work at is it's important to not just do a loan for somebody and say, bye, like we help the mortgage is something they have for right. the next 30 years of their life. So it's our professional responsibility to help them manage it, make sure it's going to fit into their long-term and short-term goals, and then actually do what we say we're going to do and, and follow up with them and check in and make sure we're there. Sometimes it's a matter of helping them with property taxes or helping with their insurance or just being there to answer right. questions. It's not always about doing the business, but it's serving them holistically. And, and you know, that's really played out well over my career uh, and really helped me. And so as we kind of, man, I, I'm curious, like what, you know, you have big goals. What do you want to accomplish over the next 90 days and, and why is that important? Right. Well, it's actually great because uh, right prior to the call, that's actually what I was planning for is that, uh, you know, we, we, we finished up a, a rough November. Our December is set. Everything is in closing that's going to close. And we actually are closing a, a very large amount for December. Nice. And January um, is actually everything that's in process is as close as it can be to being wrapped up for January. And we worked hard and fast up front to make sure that that's the position we're in. Because the next two weeks, while everybody is sleeping in on vacation, I'm preparing all of my lists of clients who went with other banks this year. And I have it targeted month by month on when rates were higher than where they are starting to hit today and where they're projected to be within the first quarter. And then I'm, we're going to spend that time touching base, saying hi, wishing happy New Year's and Merry Christmases. And we're going to get in front of them and position ourselves that if the rate trends continue, that we are there to take advantage and steal business back from the competition that we didn't get the first go around. And if the market changes, because no one can predict how that market will change, at the very least, I will be making connections with clients who may need something later in the year, or it may hit a point where it does make sense, or maybe they need you know, new business later down. Connections with clients are never a bad thing. I mean, it's service to sales, like you said, is that, you know, making connections with customers and staying in front of them is huge. And when other people are resting, you know, the, it's what you, uh, when, when you want to go strong. It's, uh, I think, like uh, Warren Buffett said, is be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. Is, Take advantage of foresight and opportunity and plan your time out 
And if you don't already have a plan for 2024, then you're, you're not doing things properly. And if you don't realize at the end of the day that your plan that you put together for 2024 may need to be revised three times next year, well, then you're not paying attention to what you're doing. It's constantly have a plan, when to pivot, fail fast, and stay consistent with the things you're doing until they're not working and be prepared to replace that item or that work activity with something that does if the market changes on you. That's awesome, man. So I'll, uh, we'll have to talk in a couple months and see how many people you win back to your plate because I know you do a great job and I think that's a great goal over the next 90 days is helping past clients that maybe didn't use you for whatever reason and then helping them down the road. It's awesome. Um, kind of wrap this up with a couple things, man. One, what do you want? What do you want on your resume in the next two years? What do I want on my resume in the next two years? Um, well, I, I've always had a lofty goal over the, uh, last seven years and I have gotten very close to hitting it and I still have not. Um, and you know, that that's really the goal of the next two years is it's always the same as, uh, chasing, uh, closing, uh, over a hundred million dollars in business. And, you know, I I've been chasing it and I've been close a few times, but I still don't have that on my resume. And I am going to figure out a way to do it. And what I find, Chris, is the million dollars is obviously a number, but just kind of curious, like what, like, what would that do for you if you hit a million dollars? I mean, a hundred million dollars, well, hundred million dollars. Right. Well, you know, it, it's, um, of course, you know, you, you've got financial compensation, but that's fleeting, right? Is it, it it's more about the personal goal than it is the actual achievement. And it's going there that uh, it, it's the journey that takes you where you want to be. Right. It's uh, I had a math teacher um, in junior high and a goofy, goofy guy was uh, had, a, had a lisp and uh, was from Texas. <laughs> so hard to understand the guy, but 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 he used to tell the class all the time, it, it's much better to shoot for the stars and miss than aim for a cow patty and hit it. So <laughs> it, it, make a lofty goal. And, and my new lofty goal was not my lofty goal seven years ago, right? You know, I, I hit that goal. And prior to that was a goal that w- was lofty, that I wasn't sure I would ever hit as well. So I'll, I'll replace this goal once I hit it. But it, but it's a matter more than anything of personal achievement. It, it's knowing that you have set out to do something that you know is challenging and you have figured out the course to navigate the obstacles in your way to achieve something that was borderline out of your reach, but you knew if you could just figure it out that you could actually hit that achievement. So what is important about hitting that achievement to you? 
Well, it's number one. It's something that uh, no one in my personal uh, uh, workspace has ever achieved. Uh, Chasing this goal, I've actually set the record twice for my bank for the most business done by one HOA in Arizona. And I want to set that bar so high that uh, long after I'm retired, people uh, talk about uh, that one guy that did and uh, other people chase to, to, to touch that same goal. Yeah. So let, let me just ask you, I mean, a lot of times these goals, you know, are, are number board, usually there's something else, there's something under, you know, we look at like an iceberg and you have all the activities, you have achievement, there's a lot underneath it going on. And right. I'm just, you know, I'm just curious, like, is there anything more like, is there anything that any other purpose behind it um, other than just having your name on there and have an achievement? Like what other, what does that bring to you? What does that fulfill you? Is there anything else that uh, brings you joy around that. Um, any other reason? Well, well of course. Yeah, I mean, there, there, well, there's there's tons of things, right? I mean, I, at the end of the day, we all do things to set ourselves up for long-term financial success, for retirement, for the needs of our, our loved ones, our kids, our parents, uh, those around you. And I would love to say that it's all of those things, but honestly, I look at this as your goal is your North Star. Your, your, your journey to hit that goal satisfies all of those other things. And if it's not satisfying all of those other things, then you need to reevaluate what your goals are. Like, I wouldn't be trying to achieve this goal if my family wasn't getting the attention that they need. I wouldn't be taking that journey if it didn't financially fulfill the needs of my loved ones along that journey. It's several pieces is that your goal should be something that you strive to achieve for because it's something that you want to do and all of the things that you need to do in life are fulfilled along that path. I mean, it's, I could strive to be the best barista that there ever was. And you would be a great one. And Uh and I'd be a great one. Um, But, but then, you know, if my kids can't go to college and I can't make ends meet to provide and put a roof over their head, then, then I picked the wrong goal. Now that doesn't mean that, that's not a path you take. Maybe you become the best barista by owning your own coffee shop and franchising that out and, and finding a way to fit your goals so that they fulfill your needs along your journey. But you got to make sure that that goal that you're looking to achieve stretches who you are, where you want to be, and does not impede with your values, your morals, and your goals along the way. Dude, man, that's a that's a great way to uh, land the plane, man. I I really appreciate you opening up on that, and I I really appreciate that. It's a big deal. That's you know? a pleasure. You can't just have a goal, and and I I agree with you. The stretch goals are huge, 
Um, you know, I heard a saying like, if you shoot for the stars, uh, maybe you miss, you drag your feet along the top of the trees, you know, and like, I like that. Right. Yeah, it's still pretty good, you know, and, um, you know, I found with the goals, though, if, if you don't have the emotion around it of really why you're doing it, it's kind of like it, it's hard to have overcome those obstacles and have that no excuse mindset to just get it done and get the work done. Uh, you're making an awesome impact in people's lives. Appreciate you as a partner, appreciate you as a friend, and um, really appreciate you jumping on here, man. And, you know, we'll wrap up. I know you're a busy guy, so we'll get back to uh, helping those families out and serving them at a high level. Well, Kevin, thanks for having me on. And uh, I can't tell you how amazing it's been to watch you grow in, you know, your career as a father, a husband, uh, you know, to watch your success from when I first met you back in 2008 to see where you are and to know where you're going. I couldn't be more proud of you, my friend. It's uh, an honor to know you, and I appreciate you greatly. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Well, have a happy holidays, and uh, you uh, take care. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Merry Christmas, my friends. You have a great day. Bye. Bye. And there you have it, folks. Another enlightening episode of the No Excuse Pro podcast is in the books. A heartfelt thank you to today's guests for sharing their wisdom and to you, our valued listeners, for spending your time with us. If you're ready to ditch the excuses and level up, make sure to subscribe and find all our episodes at noexcusepropodcast.com. Don't forget, the only thing standing between you and your goals is the story you tell yourself. So no excuses accepted here. Take action and make